For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to episode 15 of season two of Armchair Donkeys, brought to you by the Believe Network, the number one network for podcast professionals. Today, we welcome another special guest and teammate onto the show. Anwan Jones was a linebacker at Northwestern University who transferred into the University of Colorado with Coach Barnett in 1999. He now works as a police officer in Oakland, California. And this week, his son, Marco, who's a sophomore in high school at San Ramon Valley in Danville, is playing in the California D2A state championship game at Saddleback Junior College in Mission Viejo against Granite Hills. Marco was named Northern California Section Defensive Player of the Year in the same section as national perennial powerhouse De La Salle. I've watched the tape. Marco reminds me of a young Anthony Barr, and at 6'4", he does a great job of playing with his length. He received his first scholarship offer from the University of Colorado, and I imagine many more will come his way over the next two seasons, but I'm selfishly hoping we get him in Boulder Anwan, you came to see you pre-transfer portal where you had to sit out a year. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, well, you know, it, it was a little different time, man. Uh, you couldn't just enter the portal and, and go wherever you wanted. Um, so, uh, you know, I actually had to find the right spot. I left Northwestern, came to Colorado. It was a perfect place for me. Um, California boy, a lot of California cats at the time. Uh, but I had a little different experience uh, because uh, the transfer rules weren't quite the same. So um, we had some issues with some of the credits transferring over to uh, to CU, which has been one of the issues that's been plaguing uh, the team and uh, and the and the actual uh, athletic department for quite some time now, uh, which is now changing. It's, that's good. But uh, that being said, I, I ultimately had to end up sitting out a year uh, with my credits from Northwestern that wouldn't transfer to Colorado. So uh, it was unfortunate, but it is what it is at that point, right? Yeah, and you lost a year of eligibility, yeah? I did. I did. I lost a year. Uh, I was really looking forward to that, but, you know, it made me better um, by being able to uh, help out the dudes on the on the uh, the first and second team guys. I was a, I was a, uh, a scout team guy, so, I mean, I was probably one of the only uh, – the one of the only guys who actually was a starter at another power five university playing scout team. So I was, uh, I was smashing cats and also getting smashed. It all made me a better player in the long run. Yeah. You smashed the shit out of me on 96 <laughs> power one time, put me on my ass when I was playing fullback. Uh, thanks for joining us on the show today, AJ, Bob. Uh, we had a rough go at, uh, at it on Saturday. Uh, both of us had T TCU and USC who fell off the wagon. Man, USC got smoked by Utah. Um, you know, obviously the Caleb, Caleb Williams injury had a lot to do with that, but uh, Utah's tough, man. They always play tough. I thought USC, if it like we talked about, if it would have been a Utah, I probably would have bet on Utah, but being in a, a neutral site in Vegas, I thought USC could have handled them. But, man, give give props to Utah. And TCU, that, that game was awesome. TCU, Kansas State, uh, down the stretch there, some – some strange play calling maybe by TCU uh, restricted them from, from winning, but uh, NFL turned it around a little bit, two for three on Sunday, but uh, we have another day. I'm in Vegas and 
I got a line on some some random college basketball games over here that I might go have to put some money on. Let's go, Bob. Uh, I can't <laughs> I can't be mad at USC. You know, I've, I've backed them all year. They've treated me well all year. I'd still, if Caleb Williams is healthy for the whole game, I'd still make that bet on USC to win that game. But that's gambling. It is what it is. Utah took it to them and, and made that thing a bar fight. We got one college game this week uh, where Army is getting two and a half points against Navy uh, in Philadelphia. The over-under in this game is 32 and a half. This is always a tough game to bet as heavy underdogs frequently find a way to win this game. I had Army as the favorite last year and Navy ended up winning the game. Uh, There is, however, a bet that is cashed 16 seasons in a row. While a lot of teams struggle with only one week to get ready for the service academies and their option attack, the service academy defenses are very familiar with each other's style of play, and and they see it all season during the offseason. The under has cashed in this game 16 seasons in a row. You know, I personally never bet against a streak. Uh, although I, I, I don't really like coming in on the roulette wheel on a streak when you see that thing hitting 15 times in a row because you don't want to be the jinx that, that ends up spoiling that. So I'm probably not going to touch the under 32 and a half here as Navy did put up uh, 32 points by themselves against a, a pretty good Notre Dame defense who scored 35 in that game for a 67-point total. Uh, I wish I had more to offer in this game if you want to play it. I'd say uh, I'd say play it light on the under just for some action and entertainment. But personally, I'm going to stay away. And and one, you got any thoughts on this uh, service industry game? <sighs> you know, I I see Army is actually they they're they're fighting for a, a possible bowl game. They have, they have five wins if I have if I see it correctly. I mean, this could be the determining factor whether they play some postseason football. So I, I'm going to take I would take I would take Army in this. What did you say the over-under was again? 32 and a half, and it's cash. The under is cash. So I saw a graphic that said if you put $100 on the under 16 years ago and you just pressed your action, you'd have $1.5 million on the line to win $3 million on this under this week. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. I, I, I... I, I like your play. I do. I, I, I know betting is you don't like to bet in streaks, but I mean, I, I really like, I like Army in this game only because they have a lot more to lose. But I mean, these rivalry games, they're so uh, unexpected. Unless you just have a clear winner, it's kind of hard to, to these close ones, it's kind of hard to pick who you think is going to come out victorious on that one. So it's kind of a, 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 a crapshoot on that one. I'm with you, Bob. Any thoughts here? Man, this uh, 32 and a half, that's so little points. I mean, that doesn't take much to get to. So I don't think I would even entertain that. I mean, it's always a fun game to watch. Um, but I like what, what Anwan said. You know, Army's fighting for uh, some post-game activity. So post-season activity, I should say. So um, probably not going to touch it. But, man, that 32 and a half, that is such a low number. It is very low. And, and I do like that tip, Anwan. They are fighting for – for bowl eligibility, but that does make this uh, Navy's bowl game as it's the last game of the year for them. Let's get to the NFL then, AJ. Uh, take us to the Bay where the 49ers are in a, are three and a half point favorite uh, over Tampa. The over under in this game is 37. Oh, I, Bucks at the Niners is going to be an interesting one. 
the Niners are coming off of a, uh, a six-game winning streak. Again, you talk about the streaks. You know, it's kind of hard to bet against streaks. But that being said, I think Tom Brady has something to prove this week. Uh, if you if you think about the last six games, the, I mean, the Niners have only given 312 yard game over the last six. That's pretty that's pretty impressive. Uh, they're able to hold their opponents to 50 percent uh, under 50 percent on third down conversions, and they're going to have to keep that number low for third down conversions, especially with Tom Brady coming in the house if they want to have any success. Over under on this is I think it's 37. I mean, I don't know if we take if Brock Purdy puts up three touchdowns this week. I don't know if he does that. I think the defense is going to have the uh, the lion's share of the work to do. Um, and quite frankly, uh, Bosa with his 14 and a half sacks, that's tough. He's going to he's going to get the opportunity to get into the backfield and put some pressure on Brady. But that being said, man, Brady's a goat. Uh, I got I'm I'm taking the under and uh, upset here, Bucks over Niners. Bucks on the money line. I like it. Bob, any thoughts here? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Brock Purdy responds, right? He came out and just lit it up and Mr. Irrelevant and all the crap people have been talking about him. But, um, man, this is a tough one for me because I got to lean when you, you know, I look at who's who's pulling the trigger and um, you got the greatest ever against Mr. Irrelevant. Um, so I think I'd have to uh, I'd have to roll with the Bucks on this one, too. You know, uh, I'm kind of leaning uh, the same way, guys. Not that Brady needs to prove himself to anybody, but this is kind of an audition. Does the old man still have it against the best defense in the NFL? I'm not sure the Bucks' offensive line has what it takes to slow down the 49ers' pass rush. Like you said, AJ, 14 and a half sacks. Uh, and we know Tom doesn't have a whole lot of mobility, but there is an X factor here. I think Brady is going up against potential future teammates in this game. And subconsciously, there may be a little bit of throttle down out of the 49ers ers front seven against the against the GOAT. Give me the Bucks <laughs> plus nine and a half or ten and a half in a teaser in this game. Uh, all right, Bob, take us to Cincinnati <laughs> where Cleveland is getting six points against the Browns. The over-under in this game is 47. Um, yeah, you know, I like, I love the way the Bengals are playing right now. And, uh, especially Joe Burrow, those guys around them, you know, I think that, uh, they're, they're peaking at the right time. And I know the Browns won last week, but they didn't look great on offense with Deshaun Watson out there with his, his first game back. Um, so I, you know, I, I, I might buy this down to five and a half maybe. Um, so I don't lose if it's two field goals or, you know, a missed extra point or something like that. But I really like giving up these points and, and taking the Bengals. AJ? Man, you know, I'm a big fan of Joe Burrow, and I think when, you, when he's under pressure and uh, I think when he when his back is up against the wall, he, t- he tends to, to be productive um, outside of his normal uh, productivity. And you see what, sometimes in these games that are kind of meaningless, he kind of disappears a little bit where he kind of has pedestrian numbers. Uh, I, I, I'm going with Bobby on this one. I, I – I think the Bengals are going to pull this one out. It is kind of an important game for them because it's a, it can dictate uh, seedings for one. And two, you don't want to go up against uh, certain teams come playoff time. So they need to get these dubs. Yeah, you know, Cleveland won the last meeting 32-13. to 13. Uh, That game came after a slew of Cincinnati injuries on both sides of the ball. Since he's ripped off four wins in a row since that game, 
Uh, the last two coming at Tennessee and against Kansas, Kansas City. Houston was a cupcake opener for Deshaun Watson. This is a rivalry game. I think the environment in Cincinnati is going to be a much bigger distraction. I'm throwing the Bengals on the money line into a parlay with something else uh, that we'll get to a little later. All right, guys, let's go to Buffalo where the Jets are getting nine and a half points. The over-under in this game is 44. The weather is calling for uh, 30 to 40 degrees, 15 mile power per hour winds and light rain in this one. The Bills' defense is banged up. Von Miller won't be in this game. They did look uh, they did look pretty good last week against uh, a really porous uh, New England Patriots offensive line. Uh, but I think the Jets are, are better on offense, uh, especially with Mike White and what we saw out of the Patriots. And I think that considering all the factors at hand here, that this game plays into the hands of the Jets who will want to make it an ugly game. I think nine and a half is too, me- too many. But I'm going to throw this game into a teaser and push it up to 16 and a half, which is a whole heck of a lot of points in the NFL. Anwan, any thoughts here? Yeah, I I mean, quite frankly, I I don't know if the Jets have the pop. They don't have the manpower to beat the Buffalo Bills right now. I don't think I think that they're they're playing outside of their minds. And with Salah being a coach, he's he has that team firing on some cylinders that I think a lot of it reminds me of some college teams where the camaraderie and how they play for each other seems to be getting them some victories. That being said, uh, as it gets later on in the season, you start playing with, against the Buffalo Bills and some seasoned vets and some, with some playoff experience. Uh, I, 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 I like, I like the bills over for this one. Um, I, I think that the Buff, the jets are going to have an issue uh, containing them. Uh, and I think they're going to, the defense is going to be on the field uh, for a little bit of time. And that's just going to be beneficial for the, for the bills in the long run. So you got the game over at 44 in this one. Or do you think the bills uh, point total over? I think the bills, I think the game over 44. Got it. All right, Bob. I, I like that over bet. Um, I also uh, nine and a half is a lot, but I, I'm leaning towards the Bills on this one. Every time I bet against the Bills, they blow somebody out um, when they when you question them just a little bit, you know. And they're they're nine and three. The Chiefs are nine and three. You know, they're they're fighting for that home field advantage throughout the playoffs, and nobody nobody in the world is going to want to go to Buffalo come January um, if they can lock that down. So this is a this is a big game. I would throw this in a teaser and get this down to like three and a half. Um, just just in case, you know, Mike White continues to play out of his ass. Um, you never know. And, you know, I think Vaughn's out for the season I saw today. Um, so, uh, yeah, nine and a half is a lot. So I'm going to tease it down. But I think the Bills are playing for way too much right now. All right. AJ, take us to SoFi where the Raiders are a six-point favorite at the Rams. The over/under in this game is 44 and a half. So, uh, you know what? I, this is an interesting game to me uh, because the Raiders, man, six points, and they are—they're uh, at the Rams. Carr's 0-2 versus Rams, though. That's kind of a—that's kind of a, a, a thing for him, right? He's had a problem with the Rams for some reason. Don't know why. Uh, he's only averaging 238 yards passing uh, in those games. Uh, against him, and he's only he's completing 67% of his passes. So, I mean, it's relatively pedestrian for regular season car, right? If this was postseason car, that'd be it would be Hall of Fame numbers for him. But uh, quite frankly, with a 99 uh, passer rating, and I, I, I think they're going to have a problem. 
Now, that being said, last five games, they've been they've been doing all right. 271 passing. Uh, they won three in a row. I mean, 403 yards of total yards uh, of offense. And uh, they're holding opponents to 379 yards with that dude Max Crosby playing. I think, quite frankly, I, I don't know. I think the Raiders cover. And I'm, I, I think the Raiders uh, take this. Um, I, I'm a little hesitant because I'm a Raider fan, and I know they disappoint me quite a bit. But rule number one, AJ, we don't bet with our heart. Rule I know, I know, I know. But, but I think the, I think I think the Raiders are going to pull this one out and 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 cover. Bob, um, yeah, you know, there's the Raiders have been a complete letdown this year with the guys they have on their team, the talent they have. I mean, the way, but they are playing well right now. And uh, hell, there's a chance they're saying Baker Mayfield might start for the Rams tomorrow night that they picked him up off waivers. And he's, so he's been there for what, two or three days. And they're saying he might be the guy playing quarterback. So um, I think the Raiders win the game. Um, I would, I would, for me, liking the Bills and teasing that down, I would throw this in that same teaser and get this down to like a half a point. Um, I think the Raiders win the game, but you can't trust the Raiders. You don't know who the hell is going to show up to, to think they can win by a touchdown if you if you took what the, just straight on the spread. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. But, I mean, I, I honestly think with the with all of the, the uncertainty coming out of the Rams camp right now as far as quarterback is concerned, I think that's a plus uh, for the oh, Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, they, if they can pull it off, they can keep this, the, the momentum going over these last three games. They have an opportunity to, 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 uh, to get that six points. Let's also talk about how fickle uh, Los Angeles is. This can be a home game for the Raiders because the Rams are not going anywhere this year. Um, that said, you know, I took Seattle minus six last week and the Rams took them down to the wire and almost, almost stole that game from the Seahawks. So we had a chance to see who this new look Rams team was and they, they ain't not that bad. Like they, they, they put up a lot of fight. Um, but not I'm that staying, good either. No, I'm staying away from this one because I don't know. I don't know which Raiders team is going to show up. So I don't think this is a game that, if if you want to throw something light on it uh, and, and follow your heart, just to, to have some action on it, then then hey, play the Raiders. But I, I'm staying away. Um, take us to Nashville, Bob, where the Jags are getting four points at the Titans. The over under in this game is 41. <laughs> Yeah, so I think the biggest question mark here, obviously, is is if Trevor Lawrence going to play or not uh, for the Jags. Um, that being said, right, I mean, the Titans kind of have this division under control. Um, there's not many good teams underneath them. Um, so they're at home. Um, I, I think they cover this even if Trevor Lawrence plays. Um, but I, obviously I like it even more if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play. But just uh, with, with the – the guys they have and Derrick Henry, they're playing at home. They're, you know, they want to keep this push going to, to get a good seating within the playoffs in the AFC. So um, give me the Titans minus four at home. AJ. I actually like that almost to a T. I like I the Titans at home are tough, man. And and yeah. I think Der- Derrick Henry, once he's once he's at home, I think he plays better for some reason. And uh those dudes block a little better for him. I feel like they're a little porous on the road, and I don't understand how he gets lit up so tough whenever he whenever he's playing against even just subpar D lines uh, for NFL standards. 
I, I think I, I like that. I like that take, and I think uh, I think uh, the Tennessee covers as well. You know, I, I think minus four uh, should be the line if Trevor Lawrence plays, and you got a question mark there. So if you take it now and he doesn't go, I think that thing probably moves moves to minus six, minus six and a half, seven, somewhere around that. So I think that's a good gamble to to play this thing early at minus four, or you know, if you wanna. If you want to throw this in a tease, I love the Titans plus uh, plus three. Yeah, yeah that absolutely. Sounds, that sounds great to me. Um, let's head to Heinz Field, where the Steelers are a two and a half point favorite over the Ravens. The over under in this uh, game is thirty seven. So, quarterback issue for the Ravens. The big news: Lamar Jackson is out. I think Vegas has overreacted to that injury. You've got two pretty solid defenses here. I like Tyler Huntley. I think he's one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league. Um, I'm teasing this game to the Ravens plus nine and a half, just because I, I mean, Pittsburgh likes to make games ugly. They don't blow people out. I don't see them beating the Ravens by double digits. Do I, do I think they can win? Yeah. Do I think the Ravens can win? Yeah. So, so give me the nine and a half and one, you got any thoughts here? Yeah, you know, I, this is this is funny. I actually really, really like Huntley as well because if you look at it, he's the poor man's version of of the dude he's replacing, right? I mean, and that's kind of what you want. You don't you don't need to have him be spectacular. You just need to have him be serviceable. That can do some of the things that the dude in front of you can do. And and last week you saw him do that. He was able to run the ball, control it on short yardage. He was able to to break break a couple yards when he needed to. I I don't think uh, I don't know if. I don't know if, if they uh, if two and a half. I don't know. If, I don't know if they cover. I don't know if they cover if the uh, the Steelers cover. But I do know this: it's going not going to be an easy win for the for the Steelers, and it's probably going to be a little more of a backyard brawl than people anticipate, uh, because this dude is uh, he's a player, and I, I really like him, and I think the defense is going to show up for him, especially if they if they uh, have a, a nice uh, pressure package, which they've been doing quite a bit lately. Bob. Yeah, Bo, I like your idea of throw. If you're going to tease something, add the Ravens into this one. Um, I I don't think I would touch it on what the spread currently is because I think Huntley's a question mark. Kenny Pickett has been playing well. Najee Harris, his last three games have been his best three of the season. It's going to be in Pittsburgh. Their their defense is tough. Um, I just think this is a tough one to bet, um, but. If I, I, I think I would just, I, I would just take the Steelers on the money line. To be honest with you, yeah. if I was going to bet this game, um, being the home team, and just because we just, I, I mean, I think Tyler Huntley has shown some flashes where he's played really well. He's shown some moments where it was kind of questionable. So um, I just like the way the Steelers' defense plays, and when you have a guy like Najee Harris and he's kind of gaining some momentum finally, um, I, I think I would, I'd, like I said, I think I would just go Steelers money line. Take us to Jerry's world, AJ. The the Texans are getting 16 and a half points in Dallas. The over under in this game is 45 and a half. This is gross. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'll be honest with you. I I look at this shit and was like, man, who who even wants to go watch this trash? Well, this is going to be an easy easy cover for Dallas, in my opinion. Uh, Houston is just, I mean, they're an awful football team. And uh, when, you, when you look at Dak's last three games, he's averaging 235 yards passing with seven TDs and a 74% completion rate. I mean, look, that's what you want out of a dude who just who's working his way back into shape. 
who's who's trying to get his way back into football speed. Uh, those numbers I can live with. Now that has to increase once the season uh, uh, progresses. But for this, 45 and a half, dude, I, I think Dallas beats the shit out of, of, of Houston 42 to 7. So I, I, I don't think that that this is an easy uh, this is an easy bet but i mean again you never know it's nfl but i'm going dallas all the way um yeah i'd probably what does he say it's 16 and a half is that what he said? 16 and a half yeah, yeah. um 16 and a half yeah. or 16 i like 16, uh well either 16, way 16 and a hook <laughs> yeah um i like the over too i mean i think dallas could get the over by themselves um to be honest with you yeah i just don't love gosh there's a chance that this could be real ugly, but there's also 16 at 16 points, 16 and a half points, a lot of points in the NFL. And you never know what can happen. So I'm going to, I wouldn't touch the spread on this one, but I do like the over. You wouldn't. I see. I think, I think that especially the, the, the performance that Dallas put up last week, I, I don't know how Houston stops them from scoring at will. Right. I mean, especially if, if they get their running game running and Dak stops being, Dak is doing what he's, what he's doing. And, uh, the, the running back crew, uh, Ezekiel, starts being a weirdo. I think, I think that they could, <laughs> shit, man, just no, I, I, I like everything you're saying. I just I'll, seen, I'll, I'll I tell just you seen way goofier shit happen in the NFL that's true. before. Yeah, AJ, yeah. AJ, I'll tell you how they stop him from covering 16 and a half. Couple of holding calls, uh, you yeah. know, couple, couple pass, bad inter- beats. couple of pass interferences <laughs> on 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 the Cowboys to to help the, the Texans move the ball. And maybe a couple cheapies late in the game, right? If it is, does yeah, get a little a, ugly. A backdoor oh, yeah. cover, like the, the Cowboys. I mean, Cowboys ain't pumped to play this game. This is this is a light work preseason game in their mind going in. The Texans are like, "Fuck that, we playing for for state pride." Again, you hit the nail <laughs> on the head. You got to be a Cowboys fan to want to watch this game. And, and <laughs> this spread is too close for or too big for me to go anywhere near yeah. it. I'm I'm out on this game. Uh, close us out in Seattle, Bob, where Carolina is getting four points. The over-under in this game is 44. You know, honestly, guys, I was surprised at this line. Um, Carolina's not very good, and they've had, you know, three different quarterbacks play. Sam Darnold, what is this going to be a second or third game maybe. Um, and I like the Seahawks a lot, especially in Seattle. Uh, and they're fighting against, you know, your 49ers, Bo. Uh, they're one game back in that division to try to win that division. This is a big game for Seattle. Um, and it only being minus four, the way Geno Smith is playing, um, I, again, I'm going to I'm going to give up those points. I like the Seahawks at home minus four. I would I like I, I, I was surprised. But right. It's it's these lines that somebody in Vegas knows something that I don't know. And uh, that's why it's only minus four. But I, I think the Seahawks easily win this game by more than four points. AJ. Well, I, I I agree I agree with you, but the 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 hiccup is going to be the running game. Gino is only successful out of play action, as we know, right? He's just he that play action is what gets what gets him to success. Um, their backup running well, their their running back is out uh, with whatever his face. The, uh, Kenneth Walker, the third. Kenneth Walker. Walker. He's done. Uh, well, he's not done, but he's he's questionable, uh, leaning on maybe not even make uh, being able to play. Their backup also has a high ankle strain, right? So is that Dallas I mean, you, Dallas down, Davis or whatever? Dallas Davis, yeah. So now you're down to uh, Tony Jones, I believe his name is. He's a third string guy. 
Now, granted, he's still in the NFL. You get holes, you can make it happen. And we we've seen a lot of really good running backs who uh, who come out of nowhere from the practice team. But that being said, um, I think if Geno Smith gets Geno Smith gets it rolling, I like that, Bob. Uh, uh, minus four, Is yeah. it minus three and a half, minus three and a half at home, minus four at home. Yeah, I think I think they cover that. I'm I'm with both you guys. Uh, shit, put DK Med, Medcalf at tailback if you need to. <laughs> shit, <laughs> he looks like a robot. I think, I think Michael Lewis. He's like Michael Lewis on offense. Yeah, yeah I think right. I think Seattle will find a way to win this game, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and throw the lock at this one. Seattle money All line, right. Seattle money line, Bengals money line in a parlay. There's your two team money line parlay that'll probably pay you somewhere. It'll, you'll probably get a plus number on that. Write it down. Yep, Seattle money line, Bengals money line, two team parlay, and then a quick recap. Uh, on a four-team teaser that I've called out throughout the course of the show, I'm riding the Bucks plus 10.5, the Jets plus 16.5, the Ravens plus 9.5, and, and the Titans plus 3. And if you want to get greedy and push that up to six teams, throw the Seahawks and the Bengals in there. Uh, well, that's all the time we have for you today. Thanks to all you listeners for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please do us a solid and hit that YouTube subscribe button to stay up to date with future episodes. And follow us on Instagram at Armchair Donkeys to catch our plays in real time. AJ, thanks for joining us. I'll see you Saturday at Saddleback for the game. Uh, Good luck this weekend, Bob. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Thanks. AJ. All right. Good to see you, Bob. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks, guys. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.